Welcome back to another episode of LRJ Podcast and Chill. So we have Leslie, Ryan, and John here. So as usual. Say hi, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> All right. So today, uh, well, in light of Mental Health Month, Awareness Month, <laughs> we're going to talk about mental health in relationships. Serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan. Just to clarify, Leslie, right? So when you talk about, yeah. say, mental health in a relationship, we're talking about, like, when you are in a relationship or dealing with someone who has mental health uh, we can problems, touch upon both. Or... We can talk about both. So I guess, you know, let's start off, right? So let's say, John, if sure. someone comes to you very openly and say, hey, look, I, I do have some sort of mental health issue. Would that be a turnoff for you? Like they just came up to me? Like, do I, do I know? No, person? it's like a conversation. It's like, <laughs> hey, look, you know, I, I have to be honest with my um, anxiety disorder. That like I on have, a date, you, know, sometimes you mean? I, like he's on... Yeah, just like, you know, casual dating and be like, you know what? I do have an addictive behavior that I, you know, just just feel depressed sometimes. Or like I have a eating disorder, you know, some sort of mental illness. Would you be like right away be like, whoa, I'm back. It might depend. Oh, or like. Yeah, it, may, it might depend on the men- mental, uh, yeah, mental illness, I'd say. Because, uh, see, because if you feel depressed like once in a while, I think, I don't know. I feel like most people feel depressed once in a while. But maybe an example like the eating disorder, I think that might be a bit difficult because that one's like, oh, how are you going to, you know, hang, like go dinner, lunch, hang out with this it's person? Easy. Where it's they're going to eat? Just don't eat together. Oh, really? Like eating is such a big part of <laughs> I thought life. I thought eating was such a big part of your life, Ryan. It is. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. <laughs> so would you rather? <laughs> if, I mean, yeah. I should say much about that. I that. Just, just, uh, okay. So, yeah, because I feel like, yeah, that, that depends. So maybe it's like, oh, I have an addictive personality or I'm addicted to this thing. Because mental health, I feel like it encompasses a lot of different things. So when right. I think about it, I'd say the big ones would probably be depression and anxiety. All the other ones, I feel like they're quite rare. I mean, right. Yeah. So, yeah, because maybe if they're addicted to something, I mean, if you're addicted to watching TV, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. But if you're addicted to, you know, gambling or you're addicted to, I don't know, drugs, then that's another that's another problem. <laughs> Leslie, what about you? Agree? Yeah, I agree to what John said. <laughs> it depends which illness it is we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Say like minor bipolar. Ooh. So it's like mood swings like so yeah they change their mind really often like one second they're happy no, and they- like more like a yeah mood yeah like mm-hmm. they for example you guys planned it this trip and then literally you know when you guys are in the trip together and then that person just like loses interest or you know damn on the trip that's that's hard <laughs> it is part of what it, it is one of the mental um illness right yeah. i mean bipolar yeah. disorder yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. some people that have it yeah would that be kind of like a red flag for you already i don't think i would lead like i would go on the trip like i would figure out whether i want to be with this person first before going on a trip okay so if does that make sense <laughs> like okay. i wouldn't so, go through this because i wouldn't yeah I don't, wouldn't, so i guess be dating them in the first place like it'll, it'll just be difficult so yeah. i guess i guess back to back to the the theme right since we're we're talking about you know mental <laughs> disorder you know about the awareness part right so if, if i if i want to be very public about my mental disorder say and i put it on my tinder profile would you swipe <laughs> would you still swipe right i, I i'm aware you know awareness week right? yeah, yeah, like yay yeah, yeah. hey, guys i have a disorder yeah <laughs> i'm open about it yeah <laughs> oh it's teasing right like stuff like that right so choose white right, right? <laughs> so in, Ooh, in in the description someone's gonna be I'd offended be like, I'd be in like, this episode hey, no, no no listen first like <laughs> hey uh, this is ryan in light of uh mental disorder awareness week i just want to be very public about my my illness uh hope you guys don't mind and still swipe right thanks so leslie <laughs> making no profile what would you do 
Um, well, I mean, ten, it's all based on looks. If you're just oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> if it's from an app, <laughs> yes. Oh shit! There you go. Why are you laughing? I, that's the juicy stuff. I like that. I like that. That's aware Leslie awareness episode. <laughs> well, some people, to be fair, don't even scroll to the bottom to read their description. They just swipe it based <laughs> on their looks, right? So if they're like good looking to them, they'll swipe right. And then maybe later on they'll find out, oh, they have that little description. I'll tease yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know. Would you guys? No, no, no. Leslie, wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> let's say you're about to swipe right because that, that, that guy is hot, whatever, good looking. But then when you're about to swipe right, your thumb kind of slide a little further. And then you read that line where it says, hey, <laughs> in light of, you know, aware, awareness need week, I just want to put out there. Yeah, I Semi- think I'll swipe still. I'll low swipe key right bipolar. Still. Low key bipolar. Low key. I'll swipe right still. <laughs> and I'll talk to them and see how bipolar they are. That's good. Thanks. Thanks, Leslie, for very, being very <laughs> inclusive. And uh, You're welcome. What would you I'm do, very, Ryan? I want to hear from John first. What the <laughs> hell? Yo, we both shared. What do you... <laughs> come on, what would you do? You didn't say... Are you going to swipe right, John? Hey, I already answered your other question, man. Yeah. Right, we both- <laughs> to be honest, guys. No. <laughs> Even she's, like, cute and hot, right? I think I won't, to be honest. Nah, Why? I will. I will. I will slide right. <laughs> Fuck it. So yeah, I think it. Yeah, it depends on how she looks. I think she looks like amazing, but then she says she has like this disorder. I'll be like, let's hey. let's see how bad it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to talk to them to see like, how it is. Oh, I love yeah, it. I love let's it. See how bad it, it is. So. I guess um, that's not a deal breaker. That's good. So after you know them, and then you. You you find out if you you found out about their disorder and then you know you then I guess assess whether you can tolerate that person before you yeah. engage in like further down the road in the relationship, right? Before you meet them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see if you're able to tolerate it, because I mean I, I feel like I I feel like I remember seeing some profiles saying they had ADHD. I'm oh, like, really? Hmm. It's all right. I just. <laughs> Yes, but so ADHD is a yes for you guys. I think it's not bad. It's not terrible because I feel like possibly a lot of people have it. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, what other illnesses are there? Um, anxiety disorders. Oof, that one's tough because that they're one they're like constantly like like worried about everything. Yeah, going through anxiety or panic attacks. Like John, hey, who are you meeting? Who are you meeting? Really, really, really. I was like, yeah, who are you meeting? Tell me, like, tell me, tell me. It's like, are you gonna leave me? Are you gonna leave me? Are you cheating on me? Who are you seeing right now? It's like, who are you with? He's like, oh shit, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Would you make me or your mom? Would you make me or your mom? <laughs> tell me right now, right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, apparently it's, I don't know, apparently maybe it's some like mental, like the health or mental illness could be because of how people's certain personalities are. Because Say if you're extroverted, then you're always like impulsive. Like you always want to do like the the something that makes you happy, something exciting. But on the other hand, it, it kind of can seem like it's ADHD. And then someone who's uh, neurotic, someone who's always like worried about everything. So that's like someone who's like also very anxious. But like, there's like a plus and negative to it. So say like the the negative, of course, you're like really anxious all the time. But then the plus is maybe. If that bad thing did happen, then you'd be the one of the people that survive. So oh. I thought it was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe it's not all that bad. Who knows? What about what about if they tell you they have psychotic disorder? Like, is that like a lot of things? I, I have no idea what that it's, one is. Schizophrenia. The psychotic oh, thing means weird. like if someone always like always convinced that someone is always spying on them or always hear some voice. Oh, that sounds like schizophrenia. Schizo, other yeah. people, are... it's like schi- oh, yeah, yeah, schizophrenia. Schizo. That, that reminds me of that one. It's like you feel like you're being manipulated, right? Yeah. So it reminds me of that one. It's a movie called. It's the one with Gerald. I think it's Gerald Butler, isn't it? It's like the math one. I forget. They what have like he... different personalities. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then he was like a professor, but then he feels like the the U.S. government's like spying on him and stuff. I forget which one is. 
that one is, but it sounds like that. But yeah, that one's crazy. I don't think I've met Maybe anyone like someone that. Someone who always feels like oh, fo- like someone's following me, like someone's talking to me. That might be a bit much, because mm. I think at that point they have to be on medication. Well, they'd be like, as long as you be with me, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Oof. 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 I don't know. <laughs> and then like, and I feel then like it if I love someone enough, if you love someone enough, you would. Yeah, I feel like if you love someone, you have to tolerate these type of medical condition. Right? Yeah. So, so I guess but you're talking from... about what you're talking about at the beginning what if what like when you're meeting them and they already have this illness right I I guess if well, you if they hide it so well yeah and then you don't know I just want to tell like you at the later. first few months I I take my pills but you know now <laughs> now that we're into a relationship I stopped taking them I never believe on them but believe in them but I'm going to show you the real me oh shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> unleash myself <laughs> that's like that's like a movie like, right there. Yeah, i think that'd be oh, hard man mm. how would you do it? I, I feel like i feel like if they're able to hold, like keep it hidden or like not hidden but if they're able to like control it for i don't know forever how long like maybe like a year or two and then you're like that invested into them. I think it'll be really hard to just leave because of that. Mm. Maybe I'll try to stick it out. Let's see. So it yeah. seems like if at the beginning of the relationship, someone just lies very well. Yeah. They can kind of get away uh, afterwards showing their true self to you. Because now that you're in deep in the hole, then, you know, you're stuck. <laughs> I think that goes for most things. Like when you're in a relationship, like you don't want to re- reveal your true self to this person in the very beginning, right? Yeah. So I agree yeah. with John. I think I will tough it out and see how it goes, right? But let's let's dig a little bit deeper into the relationship, right? Say in a in a healthy relationship and then how what are the signs of mental illness in a relationship, right? So I Googled <laughs> about it. Uh-huh. So a few <laughs> things would be um lose of uh appetite or sleep changes, right? So say you and your partner start moving in and then you guys struggle to uh, you know, actually live together because you know that person always move at in the middle of the night or sleep walks. Who knows, right? Oh, wow! And then it starts to dis- that is scary. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, sleepwalking yeah. is pretty scary. Okay. Oh yeah, but go on. So that so then it's to a point where you couldn't sleep, and then it actually affects your mental health because you couldn't sleep. Then your 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 um well being starts to take a hit. And then, yeah, so, so that's one example, all right? Let me finish first. So the other ones would be um, extreme mood swing, right? Because of your partner, mm-hmm. because you have to deal with your partner. Uh, you obviously have that time where you're kind of, you know, harmonizing to see, you know, what, what was the best way to, to, to make this relationship work, right? So there's like a mood swing. And there's like this depression moment, right? Where sometimes you might not get what you want for your partner, et cetera. And also emotional outbursts, right? That's one of the mental illness in a relationship. And also, um, you know, sometimes you would hallucinate a little bit, thinking of, you know, what could be better, what can be. Yeah, so I, okay. I guess I guess these are signs of mental illness in a relationship, right? So I guess my question is, at what point would you feel like, oh, you know what? I can't take it anymore. That's way too much. It's, literally damaging my mental mental health I, I i just have to say bye-bye in a relationship mm-hmm. so what would that point be for you guys is it the point where they start sleepwalking i'd be like all right that's it we're done sleepwalking fuck it we're <laughs> trying to find the line here huh yeah. <laughs> hmm. i think if it starts to affect my own mental health then there's an issue <laughs> <laughs> so say you couldn't. So I said, let's go with the sim, like the the, the 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 example I shared, right? So say you couldn't sleep. It's not yeah. their fault. They just doesn't gel well with you. Gel <laughs> when you when you when at night, right? When you sleep together, like maybe that person snores a lot, and then you couldn't that's sleep. A, and wait, wait, what? So are you saying like the mental health of the other person or your own mental health? Your own mental health, because the other okay. person obviously are having, you know, but no problem. Right? But okay, so then it's oh, so this is like general, like your mental health in terms yeah. of a relationship, and then if able to tolerate this other person. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. 
I guess, I mean, that's something you have to, I don't know, talk to them about, I'd say. Because, say, if they keep waking up, I mean, say they're snoring or they're, they sleepwalk or keep waking you up in the middle of the night, then that's something you have to actually try to see if you could solve that issue. And then if they can't do it, then, I don't know, maybe you have to sleep in a different room. Maybe they have to sleep in a different room. Would maybe... you guys be in a relationship where you have to sleep in a different room? Yeah, that'd be tough. Because I know, like, I remember when I was younger, like some of my friends, their parents, they sleep in separate rooms because of the snoring situation. That's exactly what I want to bring up, too. I have a <laughs> exact same case where their par- their parents never sleep. I know a lot <laughs> yeah, of people. My, that oh, my parents are like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they sleep separately because of my, that. And then it dad's... actually affects your relationship. It mm-hmm. does. My dad snores so loud. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I snore really loud, too, so... <laughs> yeah, you know, let me ask I her think, how she deals with it. Yeah. So, yeah. so would something you guys I, ever ever do that? Like share, like I mean, um, sleep in a separate room. That's tough. That's tough. But you love this person, but they snore. You just can't sleep. That's really tough. Or the other way, actually, the worst is the other way. Is you are actually fine for sleep, but then your partner is like, "Yo, come on." Keep snoring unless I can sleep. <laughs> and then your partner is like, "It's starting to affect my mental health." So screw you. I'm going to move to another room. <laughs> yeah. So how, and, and, and you'd be like, you try so hard. Medication, you know, try to sleep Surgery. After. Medication Whatever. for snoring? Apparently, like yep. you, yeah, there's a I couple you, things. You have a, you have like a treatment that helps you relax your, um, your throat. Is it your, not your throat, but your, um. Mm-hmm. so it depends on what's causing the snoring because it could be like yeah maybe the throat your tongue it could be your tongue that causes snoring it could be like a your nasal passage or something causes the snoring because mm. for me like they didn't know what was causing it exactly but i think it might be like something with my nasal it's like it's too close so like i snore really loud but there's some people that get surgery to like remove something up here so then they don't snore anymore but yeah, it could be a bunch of different things so or, would that be a deal breaker? Uh, if, if they can't sleep, but I can. Yeah. If they can't stand your... I'll try to find ways to make it so they can sleep. It's not I, you. Yeah, because my, my girlfriend, she wears like ear... <laughs> she wears like ear... Uh, <laughs> what is it? The earplugs? Earplugs? earplugs. <laughs> yeah, she wears... I that earplugs. reminds me. I went on a trip with like a, a guy friend a while ago, and he snores really loud. Mm-hmm. And... The first night, like, I didn't sleep at all because of his snoring. Mm-hmm. And I was so tired. Like, you're on a trip, right? You wake up early and then you mm-hmm. come home late. And then the second night, I literally, I asked him to go to a bar and come home at, like, two. Let me sleep first. <laughs> like, I made him stay out late. <laughs> I went back to the hotel first. Mm-hmm. So I could sleep first. Like, try to sleep first. And I remember I fell asleep until, like, when he came back, like his snoring woke me up again, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "It didn't really work out." And then the third night, I remember I had to put in these like um, ear earplug, earplug, yeah. yeah. But like it was so uncomfortable wearing the earplug, like sleeping. Mm. So I can't imagine dating someone like I've actually never dated someone that snored to that extent. So I can't can't imagine dating someone that snores like that, and you're with them every <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I can't yeah. imagine that either. So yeah, I would not be able to sleep for life. <laughs> I guess that's why. People but you can only find out these things when you're in a relationship. Yeah. So would mm. you break up with someone because they snore? <laughs> it makes you wonder how, like back then, like if you can't get divorced and you're, when you marry with someone, and it's like back then where it's what to to be with someone you have to marry them, and then that that's it, or like. You, you can't sleep with them until you get married. So that after you marry with them and you finally like sleep with them and you're like, oh shit, this guy snores so loud. Like, yeah. And then what will you do? They, yeah. Did they deal I with go it? death. Turn myself <laughs> death. Stab your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you. So, I don't know. Anyway. I, I think, um, so that one. And also, I think sleepwalk wise, I yeah. Well, sleepwalk is scary. Is freaking scary. My uncle sometimes sleepwalks when I was living with him in Toronto. <gasps> Holy shit! Like in the middle of the night, he screams. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Shit. That's you know, so I, scary. No, I'm not even. Co- it's apparently it's common. Like 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 out of like 
a thousand people. Some people do sleepwalk. It's just how yeah. drastic they are. Sometimes they just wake up and go back down, like just lie back down. So my uncle went so extreme. I was like, fucking like ran out of the fucking door. House? Not, not like to the house, but went out oh, his oh. room. He would go out his room to the. To I the to like, the I'm corridor. curious whether sleepwalkers can like go up know and down the, the stairs. No, they can't. Okay. Oh really? Holy wow, shit! Sleeping. I thought they could. Actually, I actually they, could, they might be able to. They might be able to. Cause like, but never. Yeah, cause they I never heard like someone tripped them. themselves while they sleepwalk though. And then they like PK down the stairs and things. But that yeah, you said they would they would wake up. You know the most scary part is every time I heard that like I heard that when I was young, I don't dare to go out right. But yeah. then my my other uncle who was living with us, so there's two uncle right. So the other uncle would have called his name. Does he wake up? And then, but then he doesn't react to his name. Yeah, because he's sleeping. Yeah, he's sleeping. <laughs> and then you have to go and check him. Yeah. While he's walking. Not while he's like while, Then he's st- like like you just walk a few. They just take a few. You just take a few steps, and they would stand there, and then he would call his name like Patrick, Patrick, and then he starts shake him. It's like oh yo, hey hi 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 yeah hi yes. Oh. Yeah, that's like, so oh, scary, shit, man. That- like imagine like, like, you- like once. Every two years, I'm shit. That's oh, too many. Oh, okay. So it's not that often. It's but just still. It's not. It's not often, but like once every two years. You don't know when, when it was. Or like Why do people like... sleepwalk? Now I'm curious. We could look that up. But anyway, it's like imagine you're just out at night, like you know, going to the bathroom or like getting some water, and you just turn yeah, around. And it's and like, all yeah, right you're like, you? yeah, you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> that that was gonna shit out of me. Yeah. So that's that's one of the mental um disorder, right? So the other one, I what where I heard is. Um. So after the so my friend's mom after giving birth, she have this depression, right? Yeah. So one day depression. Yeah. Yeah. So one day, you know, his dad came home and then opened the washroom and then just see, just see that scene where his mom breaks down and and for no reason. Mm-hmm. So it 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 happens like every like once every quarter. Yeah. We're just out of nowhere. Just she just breaks down. It's like, fuck, am I doing a bad job for the family? Am I are we screwed? We don't have uh-huh. enough money. Uh, like like so so these are things, right? How can how can you I guess you're now that in a relationship or even in a case where you you're married mm-hmm. and then the other person, you know, have mental illness or you have mental illness because of that person, whatever. What do you guys think? I mean, at that point, it's like that's your wife. And I think that's something you have yeah. to help her out and deal with. And then the thing is, like, she has to also want to be able to deal with it too. Because if you're trying to help out and then she doesn't really do anything or doesn't even try to deal with it, then it's going to be a lot. It's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think at that point, it's like you mm-hmm. just got to do whatever you can. Yeah. And also, I've heard for postpartum depression, it's said that the reason why they feel so depressed is because once they have the baby, they get so like happy. And like excited for this baby, then afterwards, then I guess everything else is just so low. Because their body, their body changes and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that too. So it's like they make themselves so happy, then everything just feels like empty because they're just so happy giving birth to that baby. So I don't know, just one thing I've heard, but it's mm. tough. I feel like everyone has like depression <laughs> at yeah. some point. It's quite common, right? It's actually yeah. quite common. Mm-hmm. Depression, yeah. anxiety. So many things going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I was just thinking if I have a disorder for for I don't know what reason, right? Mm-hmm. How would I want my partner to support me? Mm-hmm. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. Yeah. How would you? But what do you expect your partner to do? Let's put it that way. So say if you had it, right? Yeah. So 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 for no reason, like you're just always getting depression in the middle of the week. And then how what would you expect your partner to do? And to be honest, like what can they do though? I don't know. I really don't know. It's so tough. That's tough, mm-hmm. man. Because you, you know how, like, meds? if you have, if you have, like, meds? depression, yeah, some help. cases, yeah, I guess I've depends heard... how bad it is. Yeah, I've heard some cases it's well, yeah, your biology. So then you messed up, like, genetically. So then that's why you have depression. Other one, uh, I'm not sure for the other ones. It seems the like other ones could be like environment, could be society. Mm-hmm. Could be your diet, even could be maybe socially, like you know, maybe you don't seem as like as well socially with other people, so maybe that's why you feel depressed. 
Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes have you have you guys like, sorry sorry John that's great no so because you know how sometimes like uh, you have that random feeling where you just suddenly feel depressed and sad like for no reason yeah. obviously it doesn't happen often to a point where it becomes like a a disease that you have to get medical an illness but you you know what where I come where I come from like have you ever yeah. felt that yeah so imagine it happens more often in your in, in after your marriage. So number one is you really don't, I don't know about you guys, but I, I really don't want other people to keep, like, I don't even know what my, I want expect from my partner. That's number one. And number two is, would you want to take those medication? Because those medication do have a side effect, right? So for example, like mm-hmm, people yeah. like John and I say we go to go to, go to gym or like we do exercise. Taking that medication might, might actually put us even more depressed because, because we can't participate in those sports anymore because we might need more rest, you know, you know, we're tired. And so, yeah, how, I guess the question is, how would you guys deal with it if one day it hits you? And what do you expect from your partner in a relationship? Leslie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> On the spot. If I had a depression? Yeah. It's like you realize that you're more, you're feeling a lot more depressed. Like you feel depression more often than you used to. Mm-hmm. And it's very uncommon. And you can't explain why. So A, uh, what do you expect from your partner? And B is like, which you, how would you kind of, yeah. Have you had it can happen, before? right? It can happen to anyone, mm-hmm. literally. I guess to like be there to listen to what I have to say, like why I'm depressed, talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like what I would do if they had depression. So yeah, Some I people guess, would like, be... like, prefer to be alone instead of actually being with someone. Mm. Well, assuming that they don't want to be alone, (laughs) (laughs) I would, yeah, just like be there, listen to what they have to say, why, like hear them out kind of thing. Ask them what I could do to help them because everyone's different. Like, I don't know, like, and I haven't been to that point, I guess, where I'm like depressed constantly to know what I would expect from the other person. So I think, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just talking to them and seeing what, they need or how i can help them i definitely feel like the medication would be not first choice definitely like try other Mm. try different things before we get to that point Mm. because yeah it could be like the depression could be coming from like i think other different sources like because ryan said maybe it could be like they don't exercise so that maybe that's why they feel so depressed or they don't feel like doing anything yeah and like things they do is like that they originally like to do they don't enjoy them anymore and that's like the common one or like they don't want to even get out of bed. So mm-hmm. what would you do, Brian? I was thinking like one of the uh the, my friends' family, right? Like the mother and father. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, so the father used to always beat up the the, the mom. Uh, after marriage, right? So like mm-hmm. just, just like a mood swing, like suddenly like the dad is perfectly fine before, and then suddenly like maybe work is so stressed, and then sometimes you know just push push and shove his mom and. His mm-hmm. mom is like, yo, you should see a doctor. Like, seriously, you have some mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you're a psychopath. But like, obviously, they still love each other. They're not going to call the police, whatever, right? But like, usually, the other partner would be like, yo, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. So I guess that that is also the tricky part is the, your partner might not always agree or admit mm-hmm. they have mental illness. Because yeah. it's not cool. It's not it's like, who wants to admit that, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you need help, you need help, right? So... So for me, I was like, do I want to, I guess, do I want to expose and admit that I have one in future if I do have one? And secondly, it's like, do I really want to be so public about it to, 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 because if you tell your girlfriend or your wife, maybe your wife is going to tell other people to, because they want to seek more advice, right? Not, not necessarily spreading rumors, right? But then do you want to be so exposed about these things? And then say you have a kid, then what do you kick? He's like, oh, my dad is crazy. Yeah. Are you against <laughs> mental <laughs> health awareness month, Ryan? Wait, what? Are you against <laughs> mental health awareness, Ryan? Which actually, I, I mean, I think... it's good and bad thing for the mental health awareness thing, I'd say. I mean, it's I think it's good to let people know that these things exist. But to, yeah, I mean, like you said, to tell other people about it, like about your own, maybe not might not be it always the best idea because then yeah the other people will talk and then maybe it could get maybe it could get worse like all your friends know about it yeah 
But and 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 the worst extreme is people use it as an excuse, right? Ooh, ooh. So even in relationships, like, hey, you have been lazy, just do some, you know, just you know, do some vacuum, like clean, clean, clean the house. I can't do it, you know. I have I have, I have depression. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> really? A lot of people do. I, I it's like, hey, you, like, hey, yeah. we meet, yo, you're, you're gonna be late. We're meeting our my family, remember? It's like, oh, yeah, God, today I have bipolar, depressed now, depressed. <laughs> like, I don't feel like going no, anymore. No. Yeah, I'm not going anymore. Like, yeah. like stuff like that, like kind of like, what the fuck, right? So, like, John was <laughs> saying, like, I'm aware of this, like, yeah, fuck, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like if they're actually doing something to try to fix it, I think that's it's good. But if they don't even try, then that makes it a bit difficult. Because like, remember we had uh, Jay Jay Barlow on the yeah on the episode. Yeah. He was talking about ADHD. Because like, say if you do know you have ADHD, but you don't do anything to help work with other people when you have it, then you're gonna have like a tougher life. Like even though your life is already tough, it's gonna be even tougher that like you can't even work or be with other people because mm-hmm. like the society see it as a bad thing right mental illness versus adhd so adhd like i, I think when you first heard it, it's like oh it's like it's not all negative it's just a symptom but you say like oh you know my husband or my wife is mentally ill is mm-hmm. mentally ill <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. and you might be worried too right so say you have a kid or your 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 partner takes care of your family mm-hmm. and that person is always press or, or, or bipolar or like you know yeah. or aggressive sometimes like you don't know what they're going to do to your family right they might be aggressive towards your mm-hmm. family right they might be abusive yeah yeah that, that too yeah. and then are you going to set cameras at home no. and then when you go to work then you check upon your partner would you go wow. i mean no seriously i think i think mental illness is, 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 is it, it will ha- well i guess it's such a it's very common right and it's like mm-hmm. to what extreme right uh-huh. yeah so it makes you kind of wonder like how do they get to that point because in you're in a toxic relationship it's not easy to get mental illness seriously it's not easy to get it or what do you mean no it's not it's not hard to get it sorry what i meant it's not it's, it's easy to get <laughs> mental it would be mentally ill with party it's easy yeah. to get mentally ill when you're in a relationship toxic. in a toxic relationship toxic. okay hmm. okay do you think that Having a mental illness can affect intimacy in a relationship. Will it cause possibly, intimacy? like say depression? Because say if you're depressed, then like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to bang. <laughs> so I'd say yeah, angry that, bang, that angry it. bang with depression, bang. With depression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Depression is tough, but I mean, yeah, yeah, that one's really tough. Like depression, anxiety. I think that was. I, and, and apparently it's been going up like every every year so especially in the, the states so it makes you wonder like even with all this awareness and everyone knows about it it seems like it's getting worse and worse so like mm-hmm. something's going on you know and to be honest i feel like if your partner no matter how much you love that person right if, if that person is just very mentally ill to a point where it, i think it not only breaks your relationship it breaks your love towards that person too mm-hmm. Because it changes you, and then you become miserable, mm-hmm. and yeah, then at some sense. point you will leave. So, what about if your partner is physically ill, like chronically physically ill? Would they have a strain on the relationship too, in the same way as as a mental illness? I think so. Like constantly being like I don't know in the hospital, for example, mm-hmm. paying for treatments. Right. Yeah. Medication, surgeries, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just draining. I think it'll be both, like mentally draining, to have to like deal with all that and take care of your partner who's physically sick. Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's quite similar too, because I, I mean, have you heard those stories where like some couples where one of them gets like a chronic illness, or maybe like one has cancer or something, and mm-hmm. another one just leaves? It's like, damn. <gasps> Really? Oh, that's right. tough. Oh, that's oh, tough. God. Yeah. But then that's also, yeah, that's the thing. Like, are you able, like, are you strong enough to, like, stay in that? So leave when they have, like, cancer? Yeah. yeah. Like, terminal cancer? Oof. That's so sad. I think that one, at least it doesn't change their personality. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change the way how they treat you. But when they have mental illness, they literally might be very provocative. Right, like they might not appreciate anything you've done for them. Okay, well, 
So then that you see where I come from? Yeah. So, so that's the, the mental mm-hmm. part. That's the tougher part. I feel like. Do you not agree? So does that mean that this mental illness happened? Like they weren't born with this mental illness. It, they just so happened to have it later on. Yes, that's what I meant. Because we already discussed if they already mm-hmm. have mental illness before going in a relationship, you already would not tolerate and you know back mm-hmm. out right in the relationship. But now that you engage with that person, that person, you know, whatever reason, suddenly changes and have this mental illness, mm-hmm. and they're like a completely different person. Yeah, I don't know, that makes you really happen. wonder, like what happened though. Like, really makes you wonder, like what causes what? this person yeah. to make like a huge How change. Did that drastically could, could be a brain tumor too you know no it's like first, it's like sometimes sometimes you can't explain happens something in tv shows you know but but do you not you guys not agree sometimes you just can't explain something like do you guys have i just asked you guys like like remember the time where you suddenly randomly of nowhere get so depressed but yeah but it's not like a constant thing maybe it just happens it's not a constant thing but but for that time can you explain why you couldn't Maybe you read something on the online. Maybe you saw a news article that touches you, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, what the fuck is the point of life? No, seriously, like, there's sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, you know what I'm saying. So it just so happened that oh fuck, like maybe you know their brain just wired in a way that mm-hmm. fuck, like it fucks them up. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think then that's something that you tell them about. Say like they treat you poorly. Like, hey, what's going on? Like, why are you treating me like this? I mean, if if they realize it and they try to you know, fix themselves and it's okay. But then they don't care. And then they just continue to cheat you like shit or like not do any responsibilities around the house or anything like that. Then it's a bit tough for them. Mm-hmm. Cause they at least have to like want realize that they have an issue and then want to change. And I think that goes along with your other story of the, the that husband that like beat the abusive to the wife or beats the wife. I think cause maybe he doesn't know that it's an issue. So it's kind of like you had to make them realize or show them that it is an issue. So, so what if because of this illness, they fall in love with another person? Mm. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> All your scenarios. <laughs> All right. Then it's over. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> they, they love someone else. Yeah, but like because they have this illness. It's like, oh, fuck. Like you guys get, you guys get engaged okay. and married and kids. Scenario. And then suddenly, you know, you find out that oh fuck like you know my husband's starting to have bipolar or whatever and then mm. he always you know come home and say Leslie then you know you never appreciate me I just don't know why you change but when reality he's the one that's changing and then suddenly he fall in love with another person because he also and have I'm <laughs> oh shit yeah you found someone I else. thought you uh, no I thought you would sit them down and be like you know what look. Well, you yeah, really I'll like talk about it, like, but like, like, yeah, look, it's, it has to be a sickness. It has to be a illness. See where I'm coming from. <laughs> oh, you mean him loving someone else is a, yeah, is, is because it's, he's sick? It's illness. Yeah. So it's like, not. <laughs> but he thinks he loves someone else? What? I don't get it. Yeah, he's like hallucinating. Like, like oh, he's hallucinating. Like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant he actually loves someone else. I'm like, what's maybe he loves someone else? Like, just like, just like, cause, cause the real. Okay, so my 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 point is like, in the middle of a relationship, because of his illness, the relationship doesn't go as smooth anymore. Therefore, he somehow seek out and saw another person, maybe, and then they fall in love with another person, <laughs> and and given that mental illness is the root cause that's causing the relationship to go downhill. Would you then accept? Well, I guess not accept, but would you still try to <laughs> save the relationship? Because <laughs> you guys both both said you guys not gonna leave your partner. You know, it's like yo, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna do whatever I can to help that. Yeah, person. but like you said, if they found someone else, that's not what I said, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You say you'd be there for them, right, John? Well, I say, I'd say if they realize if it's like something that they have an issue with and they're working on it, then it's we can we can work. And they fell in love with the doctor. The thing is, like, they fell in love, but they didn't do anything, and they then they realize, but then they realize it's wrong. And yeah, did you take them back? So yeah, I mean, they didn't do anything. It didn't. It's like so. It's like, hey, John. Like, I think I'm starting to fall in love with this doctor. So then. But then the thing is, it's like, is it really all the mental illness part? Because it could be something else. And then they're just using mental illness to blame on it, which I feel like if you do that, then that's kind of a, 
a dick move. You blame the mental illness because you're doing something asshole-ish. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I killed this guy, but, you know, I'm bipolar. So... <laughs> <laughs> So it's fine. Uh, I think so. It's all good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not common for people to blame mental illness for the crime that they've committed, right? Yeah. So I mean, so they didn't do anything, but then they realize that it's a bad thing to do. Then they want to fix it. Then mm-hmm. just like when okay. people got caught cheating, they always say, "Oh, I have a lot of stress." You, know, you said it's like so British work. there. <laughs> Jack caught, caught cheating. Caught cheating. <laughs> right? Like it's a but, lot but, of but stress. They always blame, right? Am I wrong? Like when they when they're caught, they always yeah, be like, yeah. yo, I'm so stressed at work. You know, it's just like it's just it's like I was dead. weak, you know, I had a couple drinks and they were there. Oh, it's I was at a weak point in my life. <clears throat> at a sports bar. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Oh, what? Sports bar. But it's not, it's just what I'm saying is it's, yeah. it's common for, for people to bring in mental illness yeah, into the yeah, conversation yeah. in arguments, yeah. in, in, in cheating, and like whatever. But so it's like the other thing I've heard where if you use this, say like mental illness or use like a physical illness as an excuse. Or not doing something or, or doing something then it's yeah then you kind of just rely on it for everything else mm-hmm. so say like oh like oh i broke my leg so i can't do this i can't i can't do the groceries oh i can't do this and then if you keep using that excuse then you're not going to be able to do anything or get anything done so either i don't know it sucks but either you deal with it or you just use that excuse for like everything sounds like they're taking so advantage mean. of it yeah, I mean that's what that's what I think. It's like, oh, you know, I can't go to school because I don't have a leg. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, have a leg. Yeah, so can't do anything. I don't have a leg. Yeah, you can do everything for me. Yeah, so then if you use that as an excuse for everything, then like, do you think people are gonna want to be around you? I don't know. It's tough. Mm-hmm. sucks so i feel like it might be the same with like mental illness although yeah although people don't really know much about it yet but because I, I i to be fair i really don't know how to deal with some of these mental illness problems like even say my if a partner have it or if i have it i don't i don't even know how to deal with it to be honest it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's complicated and it's a human mm-hmm. behavior that is <laughs> yeah that that's that's uncommon right in today's okay, more have you guys now. ever been with anyone that has any sort of mental illness? Well, my ex. Oh, really? <laughs> what did she have? I think she had both depression and anxiety. Wait, so, so she says she has it, or she like diagnosed? Or I'd say diagnosed. she, yeah, she actually went to the therapist, and she had like a psychiatrist as well. So she had to take medication for that, which I didn't think it was like the best thing. But so she had to take like uh I think it's SSRIs for it. But then honestly, I didn't see a difference. <laughs> I was just gonna ask. <laughs> so I, I tried to. I think I tried to get her to like work out more and stuff. But then like, I don't think she ever really did. So so. So yeah, was, was it during your relationship that she caught it, or she was being diagnosed, or before? I think she i think she's like a pretty emotional person in general so i thought that's just how she was but then i think there's some i forget what happened maybe there's something that happened where it was a bit too much so then she went to see like a doctor about it and then they diagnosed her with uh uh what depression anxiety mm. so yeah that's like usually Girls are a little bit more emotional, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's a illness. So where? Yeah. So my question <laughs> is like, how how do you then define is a illness? So yeah, I forget what happened. From, it, yeah. it was something that happened. I think she like breaks down and cries quite often. So I was like, that doesn't seem very normal. So I think, and then I think she did it in front of like other friends too. So then I think that's what they suggested to go to see a doctor or psychiatrist about it. And also, I think it's sometimes where she would not want to do anything. I, f- I think I, I forget, but I just remember it'll, it'll, something happened and then she had went to see a psychiatrist. So then she had to take medication for it. And it was weird because like, it, how did that affect your relationship? Let's see. I think it was OK. It's OK, but it kind of made you feel like, oh, you need 
to be there to help them out through it. And then if you leave, then you're an asshole. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like around. So John, so has it has it ever came to your mind that you might be one of the root cause for her depression? Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, it's the question. Look, it's a, look. No one knows. No one yeah, ever yeah. knows the root cause of these. Yeah, no, like, no, no. It's, it's everything. Fair question. Right? But, Fair question. No, but have you ever thought about what role have I played in her depression? Right. Because I would also play if if one day my partner mm-hmm. being diagnosed, I will be. I will also ask myself to like fuck like am I have I done anything wrong or like what can I do better? Yeah. Hmm. Possibly. But I didn't think about it at the time and then she didn't say anything about what I've done either. I don't believe. So I didn't think it was me that caused it. I mean, I definitely made her upset a couple of times. So but I don't think it's I caused the depression or anxiety with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I don't I don't really know what exactly caused it. So hard to say. It's like yeah, with these things, <laughs> you really can't really find the root cause of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also maybe the cause is not only one particular thing. It comes yeah. from like multiple things, like yeah. the news, the social media, and the, yeah. Like it's I so- go as far as saying social media plays a big role. I'd say so, yeah. In these mental illness, right? So remember mm-hmm. our episode about the role of social media playing in relationships and stuff, right? So in a way, do you guys think like all these social media where we post all these relationship mm-hmm. posts like is it like a mental ill a sign it's, well not I, a sign of mental illness but like it plays a role with mental illness I, yeah I'd say so yeah, I'd say so like well just the whole social media thing you feel jealous about other people I think that's that's not healthy for your mind mm-hmm. and then well I think even smartphones because they have an effect on your dopamine system. It's like you have to see this next thing, or yeah, you have to see this next thing and it gives you like a dopamine hit. That's why like TikTok, like YouTube shorts and like the reels are so addicting because you just keep like scrolling. scrolling. Yeah. You could yeah. watch those things forever. Mm-hmm. So that has an effect on your like dopamine. And I think it affects your, it will definitely affects your mental health there too. Less Everyone social media guys. Get off social media. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, because everyone says like, oh, social media brings everyone together, but then it feels like it's the opposite in a way. Depends, depends how you use how, it. Cool. Like, yeah, it depends yeah, on how yeah. you use it. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. So I guess that's a <laughs> that's a that's a hard one. I, I think that's a, just a hard. In like, general, I, I just think I just think it's very hard to conclude because there isn't really a one way that or or one suggestions that fits all right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel um, like you should at least try to. I don't know, do things a bit differently than you're doing now. Like say if your diet's bad, or you don't do exercise, or you're too much social media, you don't have a routine, you don't go outside. I think those things I'm trying to change it up. To help. Yeah. I want so, to ask you guys this. I guess the last question is like, do, do you guys think if, okay, say you do a diagnose of your mental health every year, right? Mm-hmm. Say, say you do that, like body check, right? I feel like at some point, your score won't be 100. I feel like at some point, everyone might be diagnosed with some sort of mental illness. It's just in a span of, you know, zero to a hundred. Where are you? You see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And how severe you are, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't, because for example, you can't convince me the whole year you never feel depressed. Mm-hmm. But is it to a point where you need to seek medication? No, but you will feel depressed. That's how human works. So I guess at which point would you kind of in a relationship say, oh, look, my partner is a little bit extreme or, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit extreme and I think I have an illness. Like the word illness, how, how you know, obviously we're not professions here, but just so common to have some sort of mental breakdown. Yeah. In today's world. The tough world out there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say if, like, if it gets to a point where you can't do your normal things that you have to do then you gotta you gotta fix yourself yeah and and, and if it's constant mm-hmm. you're feeling that constantly yeah gotta seek help yeah got shit to do man got responsibilities like going to therapy that's huge now a lot of people go to therapy mm-hmm. i've been to therapy mm. oh really yeah. what yeah. type I think it's just the therapy where you just talk to the psychiatrist <laughs> wait what do you mean well, one one of them was like because I got expelled, so I kind of had to. 
from school <laughs> yeah from high school i got expelled oh, so i had to go to therapy wow. another one help? uh i think it's okay it's all right i mean i don't think it do you remember what kind of questions or things they talked to you about like the therapist I forget yeah i think they just asked about like why i was doing these kind of things <laughs> <laughs> i was like uh no it's funny <laughs> high school yeah but then also went well also went again with like my ex too because like she had to go to therapy and then she wanted me to like oh you guys went with... couples therapy no no it was it was actually supposed to be for her oh. but then she wanted someone to be she wants someone to accompany her with i was like okay I'll, i mean let's go together then so then oh, we yeah. both went and it was weird because like the therapist was like talking to me about my stuff too i was like what isn't it for her i was like is it <laughs> is this, i was like is this for her, her? session wow yeah, I forgot what we talked about. Like to you about your earth shit. Yeah, I forgot what we talked about. I forget. I was like, so were they asking questions about your relationship? Not really, not so much actually. But about you then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. You know why I think this therapy session is a little bit. It can be tricky. The reason why I say that is because it also depends on how well that person were able to describe their feelings and their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's only that individual would have known exactly what they feel. But but then if you just misuse a word or unable to describe what you really feel, then mm-hmm. you already easily be diagnosed with something inaccurate. Mm-hmm. I think that's a ther- the therapist should be there to help you describe it. Because maybe if you, like, they'll, they'll, descri- yeah, they'll you describe it. Yeah, maybe you don't know how to describe it. But then they help you along with it. Like So like, what do you mean by that? And like, oh, I was like, when you say this, like, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, you said this before. You said this now. How come oh, I- John, you sound like a therapist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, I think it's getting common, therapy. It's nice yeah, to have someone to talk common. to where the, you, you pay someone to actually listen to you. And help you. <laughs> so I think that could be a reason. And this is like totally off topic. But I think that could be a reason why OnlyFans is so popular. Because like, this this they the guys pay this lady and this lady just talks to these guys about like how they're feeling. It's kind of like a therapy session, you know. Mm. Very very interesting. So that could be one reason why that's so popular. Maybe not because of the you know the the pornographic images and stuff, <laughs> but but also like people feel lonely too, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's the for thing. someone to talk to. Yeah. Have company. Oh. It's easy to hide behind a screen, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Why it's so popular. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I guess for our audience mental- listening, <laughs> be mindful of your mental health. <laughs> yeah. 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 And be aware. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. Take care. Mm-hmm. That's the message of this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning All in. Right. We'll speak to you again next time. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.